hour. <laughs> <laughs> what a rough hour that's been. Um, um, some serious, serious stress. We've wow. What 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 a plot twist that was. That was. I mean, um, yeah. For those who are listening, for those who aren't with us, which is everyone. Yeah. Uh, we've just been having an hour of SD card trouble. For some reason, it wasn't working. I just turned the uh the procast off and on again, and um. And it's working, so uh, yep. thank God for that. We haven't wasted all our money traveling here and not doing anything. Exactly, and um, uh, yeah, I cannot tell you how happy I am. <laughs> uh, having just seemingly had the uh, sort of worst hour ever, I'm quite ill. I don't have COVID. I've done four lateral flow tests, all negative. Um, but I have just spilt beer all over the uh, <laughs> the table here at uh, Pirate Studios. Oh, it was going badly. It was and, um, very bad. And then after that, I think I spilt some beer on the SD card and it must have worked. <laughs> but thank God. Um, oh, dear. What a week has been, eh? Uh, um, your team lost last Saturday in our, f- in in our it, group in five yeah. aside game. Yeah, we should, we should speak about that one yeah. day. I uh, saved two penalties. Joe missed a penalty, not in a penalty shootout which the game went to, but uh, he did miss a penalty in the game. Why did you need to bring that up? I missed the penalty in the penalty shoot. Uh, yeah, and I scored two more penalties on the day. So Yeah, but, you know, so yeah. after uh, after an hour of uh, play, went to penalties, our team, the blue team, inevitably won. Not in, no, not inevitably. It was inevitable. The writing was on the you, wall. You were sweating. Joe. You were sweating when we were, when you missed your pen. Yeah, mate. Yeah, true. But, you know, you, you, you played well on the day. Also, um, City lost the Community Shield. Yeah, same day. Um, it's pre-season tournament. Isn't it? Yeah, it, I mean, uh, if anything, I'm happy that Leicester won it. Could have lost to a, wor- to a better team. Yeah, no, but when um, when Ianacho stepped up for that penalty, I said, you know, I want him to score because I, I loved Ianacho at City. Um, yeah. You know, I, 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 I was so upset. You have him got back in a heartbeat. Of course. Um, yeah, yeah, Ianacho is so good. On today's pod. Yep. We are running through our Premier League predictions for this season. We done a brief one on the last episode. Yeah, but this is like, I mean, the, the, so we're recording this on the Friday. Yes, the, the Premier cup. League starts tonight. Yeah, it starts in, what? in an hour, two hours. Yeah, uh, Arsenal Brentford, what yeah. an opening game. Yeah, two. I was going to say mid-table clubs, but Arsenal are mid. Arsenal are the only mid-table club there, aren't they? <laughs> uh, yeah, no, yeah. I, I've heard um, the Brentford manager was big enough. What what he predicts the atmosphere will be like? He he was comparing it to uh, like um, England at the Euros, right? Uh, <laughs> but you know he's got a point. New state have, yeah, yeah. have the fans? Oh been yeah, they've got a new stadium. Have they been they? in the stadium? The fans yet? And I know I know they've, they've used it for a while now, but I, maybe for pre-season they have. But yeah, no. Hopefully that's exciting. Be, we're not even going to be able to watch it, are we? No, unless we do find somewhere after the pod. Um, yeah. but yeah. Uh, at Chelsea won the Super Cup midweek. Yeah. Kepa Ariza Balaga finally proved why he's worth all that money. Kind uh, of. I'm not sure. Yeah. No, he, he didn't. He definitely didn't. He came on as a sub, saved two penalties. I saved two penalties last week. <laughs> <laughs> if I can do it, anyone can do it. Yeah. Well, no. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> but uh, yeah, moving it's, on. Again, it's. Yeah. Let's be, let's be real. It's another preseason friendly. It, uh, the, the UEFA season. But you'd rather so. win it than not win it, right? Oh, yeah. It's an it's a trophy in the cat. It's a European trophy, sort of. 
Sort of. It's a European trophy. Uh, well, Man City won the, the UEFA Cup Winners' Cup in 1970, and no one says that's a European trophy. Everyone says Man City I, ain't won a European trophy. I would argue Man City have won a European trophy. Well. But, yeah, uh, did we mention, I feel like we just got to the fact we're doing Premier League predictions. We're also, also doing a uh, Messi career review. You know, he's been he's been pretty much the football headlines this week, hasn't yeah. he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, not just a career review. We're going to be looking forward at what he can bring to PSG and where. Yeah, absolutely. And but assessing sort of the legacy he will leave yeah. at PSG. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then the final. I don't think we topic. should. I think we should. I think we should not tell them yet. And, All right. And wait to the end because right. it's a. It's quite funny. Hopefully, yeah. And it's about Joe's favorite artist, yeah. isn't it, Joe? He's your favorite artist. I'll just say yes for the time being. <laughs> 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 he, he's not, but. Um, you know, I, I obviously I like him enough to do a load of research yeah. on him for, for <laughs> this section of the podcast. So. But yeah, uh, without further ado, let's get into our Premier League predictions. Um, we're not going to go in order. I'm going to say some names to you, and I want to know where you've predicted them in All the right. league. Need to get my phone out for this. Yeah, thing. I am. Um, I will start with the boring one. Uh, probably no offense, but. Probably the most boring le- team in the Premier League. Um, 16th place. Hang on, let, let me count on you out. Where? Oh my! Hang on. I thought I thought I had them 15th. Let me see, let me see where I've gone. I have them 16th. I've got them 14th. Wow. 14th. What Burnley. a season Burnley are going to have this season. They're going to exceed all expectations and finish a place above where they um, usually do. All right. So you've gone with Burnley in... Uh, in 14th. 14th. I've gone with them in 16th, the classics or yeah. Burnley area. Yeah. You just... you With, with Burnley, you know that they're always going to be six or nine points above... The, the, yeah. The relegation... A steady zone. team. Like, they're never going to quite drop into that... Uh, that battle for relegation, yeah. they'll always just be above it. Yeah, I'd agree. Um, I'd agree. And I, d- I don't see why that would change this season. I don't think much has changed. Um, and then, moving swiftly on from boring Burnley, uh, I'll go I'll go a big team. Yeah. Arsenal. Where do you see Arsenal coming this season? Arsenal. Uh, seventh. Uh, seventh? Yeah. What I, have you got? I have them one place above. I've gone eighth. Why have you got Arsenal at seventh? Um, why have I got Arsenal seventh? Good question. <laughs> There's no reasonable answer for for saying why I think they'd have a better season than last year. But uh, I predict Tottenham to do worse. Essentially, I predict a couple of teams to do worse. Yeah, I that's, agree. That's why I agree. Arsenal. I predict to be slightly better. I think I think they'll be slightly better. Um, yeah. Do you think? Sorry. Do you think? Um, Arteta's jobs on the line this season. Um, honestly, I think Arsenal fans just need to get behind him a bit more. Really? Yeah. You really think so? Yeah. I d- I don't think there's m- there's much that Ar- Arteta can do with the current squad of players. I, yeah, I I'd argue the squad is awful. Yeah. But Ben White's come in. Yeah, he's a good player. He's a solid player. They've got a couple others that I don't know particularly. A Belgian midfielder. Oh, and the Portuguese is a Portuguese. Nuno Portu- Tavares. Yeah, left back. 
So they should be interesting to watch, considering I don't yeah. know anything about them. I think um I think it'll be a better season for Arsenal. I I you know what as as funny as it is, you know Arsenal slowly slowly becoming, you know, the the second worst, the second smaller, second biggest club in London. Um, I do I do kind of hope for their sake it gets better. Yeah, I, I like I I like Arteta. I said um, obviously he was assistant manager at City. And I wanted Arteta to um, take over Guardiola's role. Eventually. Really? Yeah, when um, you know Guardiola eventually leaves, obviously that's not likely to happen now. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I was more than happy for Arteta to sort of just hang around and then take over Guardiola's job. Interesting. Um, so I, no, I do rate Arteta. Okay. Well, we'll um, move I on. Th- I think they'll have just have. A, stead- a steady season. Yeah, I don't think it will be anything too much. No. Maybe they'll have an FA Cup run. Yeah, they're good at that. They they are good at that. Yeah. Um, so you've gone Arsenal in seventh. Yep, I've gone with Arsenal in eighth. Um, right. Just looking at my list. Uh, we'll get we'll get some of the lesser not not lesser. I don't know, I do not mean any disrespect to these teams, but um, but some of the smaller clubs in terms of size. Um, Norwich. Mm. I can't sort of see them coming anywhere other than, you know, relegation, in my opinion. I've got them 20th. Yeah, I have them 20th. Of Un- well. uh, unfortunately, I don't want to say it. No, because they're such a nice club. And To me, on, on paper, they do look like they have the worst squad of players. I'd agree. And I, I, can't, I can't really look past that. Obviously, they, they, they might finish... A few places above twentieth, but I can't. You I can't. can't really I can't them see them escaping yeah. a relegation yeah. battle. No, I'd agree, and I don't. I don't think it's disrespectful to say they are probably the worst team on paper in this league. Um, and yeah, I think. I think twentieth. I think that's a reasonable prediction considering their sort of last couple of stints in the Premier League. Um, moving on, um, I guess kind of an interesting team, Brighton. Brighton, where do you see them coming? Um, I've got Brighton 15th. I have them 14th. And uh, I think Brighton, having lost Ben White, but they seem to be, you know, sensible in the transfer window, always signing good players. Yeah, a, a lot of I've seen a lot of people um, predict that Brighton are going to have a good season. The, there's the whole XG thing, isn't there's there? There's the whole expected goals and, you know, the, the, their underlying stats are better than their league table suggests and all but, stuff like that. But they don't have a strike. At the end of the day, it's goals that it, wins yeah, games, exactly. not and expected goals. And I don't feel like they have a sort of out-and-out striker who's going to get them, you know, plus 10 goals that's going to really push them yeah. into sort of the top half or middle, middle half of the Premier League. However, uh, Danny Welbeck... Yeah, last season had his best goal scoring season since 2013. Really? Yeah. Wow. How <laughs> many goals did he get? Uh, he got six, which is right, more, which is more than he ever got at Arsenal. If he can stay fit in a season, yeah, it, yeah. I mean, he, yeah, him and Mo, him and Mope, they're not bad strikers. No, they're not. They just missed too many. But good I think chances. I think you need to be getting plus ten if you want to be pushing that mid-table yeah, yeah. sort of area. So I've gone with Brighton in 14th. Where have you got Brighton again? 15th. I feel like some of our predictions are um are around the they'll same be quite, sort yeah, of area. Yeah, they'll be quite similar. Um, so also another team, you know, who I think could be maybe hit or miss this season. I think they're either going to go down or I think they're going to have a solid season. Watford. Yeah, Watford's 
I've predicted a good season for Watford. I have as well. I don't know if it's the whole Ben Foster stuff that's kind of got me excited. <laughs> um, I think they're the most well-equipped to stay up out yeah. of those three teams. Yeah, I'd agree. You know, the likes of Ismail Assar. Yeah, th- they've they've got some... They've got the most Premier League experience, I'd say. They've got a few players who know their way around the league. Yeah. And then they've also got a mix of exciting... Ja- Jao Pedro, I'm excited to see yeah, what he does. He's too, had a good season too. in the Championship. Uh, so I've got my 13th. I, I I had them in 14th. No, not 14th, 15th. I think maybe in classic Watford way, there might be a crisis midway through the season where they have to get rid of a manager. But yeah. <laughs> I think they'll inevitably stay up and I think they'll be a solid outfit in the Premier League. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If anything, from Watford this time, now that they're back in Premier League, I want to see them. Do something, a little do, bit yeah, more. do something similar to, to what Aston Villa have done yeah, for the last I couple agree. of years. And I actually really have some ambition and push on yeah. with signings and, and whatever. And with that, where do you see Aston Villa coming this season? Sixth. Joe, I'm in an absolute agreement with you. <laughs> and why um, have you got Aston Villa sixth? Um, I know I said f- I said fourth in the previous episode yeah. or whenever, wherever yeah. it was. Uh, sixth, obviously, th- they've lost Grealish since we recorded yeah. that episode. But... Today, Leon Bailey has signed. Or yeah, was it yesterday? They've made a couple of... I mean, Danny Ings came out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, and obviously, Emmy Wendy are now. Yeah. Leon Bailey is... So, they've invested the Greenwich money very yeah. well, in my I, opinion. I think it's going to be a good season for Villa. Yeah. And I think that, if anything, they might even be better without Grealish because... They're they, not they, playing they, through Grealish. They, they've just got a more well-rounded attack, yeah. in my opinion. I agree. Um, And with that addition of Danny Ings, he's... he's again... Plus 10 goals for me. Oh, plus 15. So if you're guaranteed plus 15 goals, plus having Ollie Watkins there as well, who might have to play on the left this season. But that's a good thing. It doesn't matter. Having someone that can score goals out on the left, that's good. I'm in agreement. I think think Aston Villa will have a very good season this season. If they can get Europa League, that's very impressive. Yeah, yeah. I think Dean Smith deserves a lot of credit if he gets sixth place. Um, But... That's enough on Aston Villa. Uh, where do you see West Ham coming this season? Shout out to my uh, good friend Robbie Lydon, West Ham fan. Yeah, friend of the pod. Friend, friend of, of the, the pod. pod. I've got them 10th. You've got them 10th? Yeah. I have them 9th. Um, yeah. My only worry with West Ham this season is the Europa League football. Is that going to hinder them considering their squad size? And... Has there really been anyone who's come in? Um, Off the top of my head, I couldn't say. Probably forgetting someone. But There's probably someone big, like last time when we forgot Rafa Benitez <laughs> to Everton. Um, <laughs> but off the top of my head, there doesn't seem to be a notable sign in there. Probably not. But I do think they'll finish higher than Tottenham. Um, they, they, they've lost, uh, they've lost the, the spark of Lingard as well. I know, and I think that, have an impact. that was an underrated factor into their season last season, right? Yeah. So I've gone for 10th, which it, it it's not a bad season for West no, Ham, and, is it? you know, the Moisire and all of that. He's yeah, there. so... Um, he's, he's steadied the ship at West Ham. I think that's what they need. So w- when I say 10th, I don't predict that they're going to have a bad season. I just predict they won't be massi- as massively overachieve. Yeah. With as, that, I think, the, I think the Europa League factor is huge for them, isn't it? Yeah, and they did. They struggled a lot last time. Yeah. They're in the Europa if League. If I'm honest... I think it would be within West Ham's best interest to try and get out of that competition as soon <laughs> as possible. Maybe, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, so that West Ham you had in 10th, I had in 9th. Uh Also, okay, let's go for let's go for um actually, I'm going to save those five for the end. Leeds. A good a good uh first season back in the Premier League for Leeds last season. Very impressive to, to be honest. The that's football they're playing, the squad they have. Yeah. That's that's up there with one of the best promoted seasons that Easily, anyone's yeah. had. I think Wolves had a good season yeah. as well when they got promoted. Yeah. But yeah, no, Leeds have gone for eleventh, which again, I think it, I think it's one place lower or two places lower than last season. Again, I have Leeds in eleventh as well. <laughs> We've got the same. We've, yeah, I know. It's, it's, like, it's like when you said, like tell your mate to copy your homework, but <laughs> just just change it, just a change bit. it slightly. Yeah. Um, yeah, again, 11th is a good season for Leeds, Absolutely. in my opinion. So I'm saying that they're going to finish slightly lower, but that's not a bad thing. There's no really. disrespect to, to to them in any way. I think you'd be happy with seventh, uh, seventh, 11th as a Leeds fan. Yeah. Um, you know, what what a tournament Calvin Phillips had at the Euros, right? Yeah, yeah. I feel like he's only, I feel like he, you know, it, he's he's a good player now. He's, he's um an established England player. I think they've got a good squad. I re- I really like their wingers as well, uh, Rafinha, Rafinha and Jack is Harrison. Great, isn't he? I am. Um, I don't know if you read the four four two thing. Uh, there was an interview with Rafinha, and honestly, he seems like such a nice guy. Yeah. Mm. I um I haven't seen it. But. No, he's he, he's honestly and yeah, he seems like honestly such a nice guy, and and he he is a very good player as well. Maybe a big yeah. move for him on the way. Yeah, that yeah, the, the, they're an exciting team to watch. Leeds, uh, they've got. It's own Junior Firpo from Barcelona. I know. What a big signing that is. And he's come out and essentially said that the two weeks he's worked under Bielsa for were better than the two years he was at Barcelona. Really? Yeah, he said that um, he's watched more videos and he's just generally learnt more. As a footballer. Yeah, that, wow. than he did in two years That's at Barcelona. That's super interesting. Um, yeah, so with Leeds, you've gone 11th, I've gone 11th yep. as well. Where have you put Wolves? Uh, I think they're just a place below Leeds. I'll check again. You know what's funny, Joe? <laughs> I think I have Wolves a place below Leeds <laughs> as well. Got, yeah, I've got. I think Wolves will be interesting this season, though. You know, considering Nuno's gone, Nuno's gone, but Raúl Jiménez is back. Yeah, I think I think they definitely missed Raúl Jiménez last season. For didn't sure, they? for um, sure. You could tell uh, they were missing that little bit extra, weren't they? Without Raúl Jiménez, yeah, they didn't really have an adequate replacement for him. Not really. I think they're, they're such a good team, though, considering well, considering where they finished last season. Like, I think, I think that squad could it could cause some upsets along the way, couldn't it? Yeah. There's, there's some there's some points against some big teams they could definitely nick. Mm-hmm. I'm a massive fan of Podence and Neto out wide. Yeah. I think they're, I yeah. think they're two very very good players. Um, so yeah, twelfth again. I think it's a, it's a seat that they'll take it. Yeah, I'd you know, agree. I think I think they should have ambitions for European football again, as they did a, yeah. a couple of years ago. But um, maybe you could push your conference league place. Yeah, yeah. That I think I think they'll they'll be they'll, they'll be aiming for that, but they won't be too disappointed. If they yeah, don't reach I it agree. Because, um, maybe a good cut run along the way. Yeah, I thought, oh, yeah they've lost um, Rui Patricio, haven't they? Yes, they have. Have, have they signed anyone? Oh, oh, they've got um, Jose Sar, I think. I can't, oh, I can't remember where they've signed him from. I, I He's Portuguese, though. Know. Of course he is. So, um, okay, yeah. Well. They've got him. Um, Again, I guess this one's quite interesting, actually. Brentford. Obviously, coming up. I feel like 
similarly to Leeds last season, maybe not as much, but I think the whole Brentford thing's quite interesting. Yeah, I hope it's interesting. I do as well. I think they'll play good football. I think there's some players I'm really looking forward to seeing, the likes of Ivan Tony, because yeah. I think he's got a lot to prove, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's a, he looks like a confident footballer as he well. He does, doesn't so, he? Um, we'll see how that translates in the into the biggest, biggest league, because he's, he's had good back-to-back seasons in League One and yeah. then in the Championship, yeah. so hopefully that can... Yeah, I want to see him do well. I definitely want to see him do well. And I I think the whole Brentford experiment, the whole, you know, the way they go about uh, transfers and 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 football in general is, is super interesting. And I'd like to see them stay in the Premier League because I like that sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, my problem with Leeds, which, uh, not Leeds, sorry, uh, Brentford, which it isn't, it's not their fault, it's my fault, is that I just don't know that much about them. Me neither. And it's just because I, 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 I barely watched them. So... Yeah. Um, I've I've got them 18th. I have them 17th. Yeah, I think they're going to stay up. I think they'll stay up by the skin of their teeth, and maybe look to kick on next season. Yeah, I think this season it is definitely about staying in the Premier League for Brentford, though, isn't it? So the the reason I know a lot of people have have backed them to stay up. The reason I haven't backed them is just simply because I haven't watched them, and that, that, that's entirely my fault. Yeah, I, I obviously I want them to go out and and surprise me and whatever because uh, I'm interested to see how they do. Hey, um, on that on that sort of uh, sort of relegation battle area, you had Brentford in 18th. I had them in 17th. Um, Crystal Palace, because I feel like I thought that this season could be either really good with with Vieira, or it could go. This whole Vieira experiment could go horribly wrong. They're going down. I I have them to go down as well. 19th. <laughs> Sorry, I have them um in 18th. I think I think it'll be close, but I think they might just go down. Although, you know, Zaha could just carry it. But they have lost. But that's for not, them. You, that's not them. what you want. You don't want to be just relying no, on don't. one player. For them, um, Andros Townsend's gone. I mean, they've lost. I think I I think I read out in the last episode the, the their list of released players. Yeah, and it is ridiculously long. It is. It is ridiculously long, and obviously one of their key players. Eze's not even back yet. Yeah, that's true. And he's so, he's he was so good for them last season yeah. before he got injured. Um, although, you know, if 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 it all goes right with with the likes of Mark Gurhi, who's who's highly touted, and I, I would have liked to see him stay at Chelsea, but he he might not be. He, he's never played a Premier it's League a game. Risk. It's, it's a, a risk. risk. It could pay off really well, but it it could also backfire because there's, there's no guarantees that he'll fit in straight away. Yeah. Yeah, and he's like, like, like I said, he's never played a Premier League game. So you've gone with Palace in nineteenth. I've gone with them in eighteenth. Um, another team who might not—I don't know. See, I predicted Newcastle to go down in nineteenth. Where have you gone? I think I've gone seventeenth. So just just avoiding the drop. Uh, Why for you do Newcastle avoid the drop? The reason that I so I had um, Brentford just avoiding the drop. And yeah. Newcastle in eighteen. Brentford just avoiding the drop. Yeah, but I've changed. I oh, changed it really? This morning because I saw that Newcastle are very close to agreeing a deal for Joe Willock yes. to sign permanently. Yes, and what a huge signing and that would for be for me. Having him there, someone who's going to score goals, 
How good was From he? From midfield. How good was he on loan? He was, last ex- he was excellent. He was excellent. In, in the same way, Lingard was key to West Ham. He was clearly yeah. key to that Newcastle side, wasn't he? Yeah, and this this it's another mistake from Arsenal if they sell him. Yeah, much I know. like Emmy Martinez. I know. Something something's gotta happen in Arsenal. They can't let these key players go. I think Joe Willock is clearly class. And I think I think it's probably ninety eight percent chance that he would go to Newcastle at this point. Yeah, I think he's close to like agreeing terms yeah. and whatever. So, because of that, and be- because of the extra goal threat taking the weight off Callum Wilson's shoulders, yeah, especially as you know, you can't rely on Callum Wilson. To yeah. So because of that, I've just I've just um, overturned my prediction. Really? And, and See, I have predicted them, them to go 17th down. Seventeenth instead. I have predicted them to go down, and the only reason is because the team is so good. But I think, I think. The relegation's a lottery this season because, like we were saying earlier on the way up, we were saying from 14th down, 12th down, 12th down, yeah. anyone could go. Mm. I um, I think Newcastle. I just don't believe in Steve Bruce. I think he was over reliant last season on on the team. I think it was. I think last season they just happened to be a lot worse teams than them. Whereas this season, I think it's fairly even. Like like we said, from 12th yeah. down, anyone could go. And I think yeah. it might be Newcastle's turn to go, unfortunately. But I think they've been they've been knocking on the door. And I think it might finally just come back to haunt them. But again, that they could just do, you know, be similar to what Burnley have done the last few years. And yeah. just, you just, know, just coast along in that sort of 15th, 16th sort of area. Yeah, I could definitely see, really I could definitely see that happen. Relegation places, but we'll see. All right. Um... Okay, I guess sort of a final team who could who could not potentially go down, but who who could be in that relegation battle? Southampton. Yeah, a lot, I think a lot of people have got them going down because of the players they've lost. I know, but they seem all right with Southampton. So they've 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 got um they've got Armando Brozier on loan now, which again it's a big risk, but. If there's any team that gets those risks right on young players, it's Southampton. Um, if if Armando Brozier hits form as he's expected to, you know, in Chelsea he's highly he's a highly touted academy player. They've signed Leveramentino yeah. Chelsea as well. Um, I've got I've actually got them to uh, I think yeah, finish thirteenth. I've got them sixteenth. Really? So you think they're going to stay up? I think they'll stay up. But why do you think they stay up? I think they stay up because of uh, Southampton have these really good runs of runs of form yes. randomly. Yeah, it's weird, out, isn't out of it? nowhere. You can't you can't really predict it, but you sort of know it's going to happen. Yeah, and I think they'll have that again. Where at some point in the season they'll just go on a really good run. Yeah, and we'll just that, it'll be enough, enough points, points and, to keep them up. And th- those ten games will essentially be enough to keep them up. Yeah, um, I think. I am interested to see how uh, Adam Armstrong yeah. does. They've signed him from Blackburn. I'm interested to see how how he does alongside Shea Adams up front. For me, I think um, what I'm looking forward to is seeing those Chelsea players play. Yeah, yeah. Seeing Leveramontino, who's been, who, to be honest, definitely should be at the club this season, but obviously he's been let go to Southampton. And I think, I, I genuinely think Southampton will do well. I think they've got a good manager as well. Yeah, but the reason I've got them sort of down there in a relegation battle is because of those things they've yeah. lost. Uh, Vestergaard, I think, I looks know. like he's going to Leicester. Yeah. And Ryan Bertrand as well, just, know. you know, a solid player. Some, some very sort of established squad players seem to have gone this season. Danny Ings, 
you know, Danny Ings is is probably what kept them from not being in that relegation battle, right? Yeah. And I think people are eyeing up James Ward Prowse. And if James Ward Prowse goes, that, that's that is a, that's pretty much maybe, their four maybe biggest. Maybe the biggest blow. I think that's their four biggest squad players gone. Yeah. Metal bar name. We'll see. We'll yeah. see. All right. So um, finally, uh, we'll get on to the uh, sort of bigger. I I hate saying that term bigger sides because yeah. that shouldn't be a thing. But um, I'm gonna throw Everton at you. Where have you got Everton? Ooh, where have I got Everton? See, I as Ninth. much as, see as much as I don't like Rafa Benitez, I can't help but think he will steady the ship at Everton, and he might just be what they need to just be consistent. And I don't think they'll necessarily push the uh, top four, but I think they'll they'll just be sort of a plucky side to beat, as Rafa Benitez always does. Yeah, makes himself hard to beat. Yeah, a- Ancelotti started something good there at Everton. I, I agree. And you wouldn't predict that Benitez is going to go out and ruin no, that. Way. No, like he, he should. He's got a track record. He should just continue what Ancelotti's done. Really. Yeah, he's got a track record of just steadying the ship. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the very least, if, yeah. if anything, he could go on and uh, push that team even further. I agree, and the fact they've kept some of those star players, Ricarlison's still there, Hames is still there. Yeah, Pickford has just had. The summer of his life. Yeah. My only worry is what I said in the previous episode where I, their transfers this season yeah. haven't been inspiring. No, it hasn't. It hasn't been inspiring considering how inspiring it was last season, right? Yeah. But um, hopefully that doesn't matter and they're a bit more lucky with injuries because yeah. they, they did get a few bad injuries last season. I think so. last season they definitely struggled for squad depth and maybe their signings this season have been an element of yeah, trying yeah, to that, bolster that yeah, squad that's slightly. True, that's true. But I've got them in seventh. Yeah, I've got them ninth, which is similar to where they finished last season. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I think they'll be in and around that area, won't they? They're a good, they're a good squad. Rafa's a good manager, and I think he'll steady the ship. Um, Tottenham, uh, eighth for me. I have them in tenth. I don't think it's going to be a good season for Tottenham. Yeah, it's difficult. It's because they have got, um, they've got a good squad. They've, they've got arguably a, got one of the best strikers individually. In the world. They've got a good squad of players. They've got world class players. Son, Kane. Yeah. They've got um, their, their midfield looks nice. Yeah. Hoybier, Ondombele, Lacelso. They're all good players individually. They just don't quite seem to click. No. Or I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. I think Spurs should be worried this season if I'm honest I don't think Nuno's the man I think if I'm honest it's a downgrade from Mourinho even yeah. even as much as yeah, Mourinho yeah. sort of uh, lost it lost his touch a little bit he's in my mind he is still much better than Nuno Espirito Santo um, yeah I'm interested to see how Romero does the centre back yeah. from Atalanta yeah. he's highly rated at, over in Italy so I'm interested to see how he does, but um, again, there's there's no guarantees that he'll exactly, set them straight away. Exactly. And I don't know. Tottenham just seemed to not. Oh, and if Harry Harry Kane could feasibly get injured, like, and if Harry Kane goes, there's no goal scorers there really. Is if there? Ke- if Kane goes, they're in big trouble, and they are finishing lower than eighth. In yeah. My opinion. But as it stands, Kane's still there. Yeah, exactly. That's the only. Even goal. if Kane gets injured, though, that's the thing. And if he's out for a bit of time, where they're gonna struggle to score goals. Hmm. 
And Bale's gone. Ba- Bale's ba- not there. Bale played well when he, when he played. Yep. Bale's not there. I don't know. I just don't think it bodes well for Tottenham this season. Maybe it's sort of my dislike for them, but <laughs> um, yeah, 10th place for me for Tottenham. Yeah. Sorry, Tottenham fans, but I don't think you're good enough. Right, who's next? Um, Next. Okay. All right. Liverpool. Uh, I've gone second. Second? Yeah. People are overlooking them. Liverpool are top, top world-class team, world-class players all over the pitch. On their day when they're all fit, probably the best defence in the league. Yeah. And um, with the addition of... Um, what's the guy from Leipzig? Oh, Canate. Canate. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, whenever I see Leipzig play, which isn't much, it's usually Champions League fixtures. But whenever I see them play, to me, Canate looks a better player than Upper Meccano. Really? Upper Meccano's the one that's gone for the, the large yeah. sum of money, he's sort of more highly rated. But for me, Canate looks like a very good player. So um, It's a big addition, isn't it? Considering yeah. how sort of dreadful that defence was last season, once yeah. Van Dyke had, yeah. had got in. Van Dyke's he's like a new sign in now. Yeah, exactly. It's so important. And I can imagine as a squad, that's kind of highly beneficial having someone as big round. He's just signed a new contract, hasn't he? Until 2025. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I think they'll do well. I think they sh- should be pushing to win the league. See, I-, I think they will. For my mind, I think it's a free horse race this season. And I think Liverpool are in that race. And I think the top three will all be very close this season. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I think Liverpool finished third, though. Okay. But, honestly, I think I think... Either one of Liverpool, City and Chelsea could win the league this season, in my in my mind. As you were saying on the way up here, Liverpool's squad is basically the same squad plus a better cent- plus a, an extra centre back than yeah. as the squad who, who Who won it two years ago. Although when Aldham's gone So who was a key part of that system. Uh, he's replaceable, I think. I think I, th- so. I think I think um Tiago could do really? similar job. Yeah. Okay. Wijnaldum's job was very limp. Wijnaldum was doing less than he was able to do. At Liverpool. Yeah, yeah. He, he he had a limited role, and, and it's a role that Thiago can fill easily, in my opinion. All right, so so you've gone Liverpool second. I've yep. gone Liverpool twelfth. Um, all right, Leicester, uh, fifth again, third year running. Do you think they're going to miss out narrowly again, or do you think uh, no. they're blown away? I th- I think um, you know, in in the two thousands where there was sort of. The established big four. Yeah. I think that's returning with the, the the four that I've got. And I think, unfortunately, it means Leicester miss out and they won't have a much... I, I mean, obviously they can prove me wrong, but it might, I don't think they'll they'll be sitting in that top four for as long as they have done in the last couple of years. I think they'll sort of be comfortably fifth without... Really? Really, I think, yeah, being either side of that. Here's my thing with Leicester. I think now... They're slowly developing a winning mentality. They won the FA Cup. Yeah, but it's it's a preseason game if if you class it as that. But you'd rather win it than not. They've just won the Community Shield. Mm-hmm. I think Leicester are going to finish fourth. I think they're slowly developing as a side. They've made some savvy signings, as they always do. And I think this year might be the year they finally do it. I really hope they do. I really don't. Want I do as well because I really ideas. like. I really like them. Yeah. And I would happily see them go in the Champions League places at the expense of a Man United or a Liverpool. Yeah, they are. They're everyone's uh, second team, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, they are. They are. They're so likable, aren't they? So um, yeah, 
I've gone fifth, which again, it's a good season for them. You mentioned Man United there. Where have you got United? Fourth. I have them fifth. I think they've improved so much. I can't put them any lower than fourth. I don't know. I really don't think so. I think... I I still, despite what he's done, still have my reservations about Ollie. I really just don't... I don't see it working. Why has Varane not put pen to paper yet? Maybe he has, though. They might just be waiting for him to... The, the Premier League season starts <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Ago. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? I don't know. And Varane still hasn't signed. Something seems wrong so there. Maybe there is something on going I was speaking on. to my cousin in the car about this, and he seems like... He feels like something something seems to be going Maybe on. Some there. sort of conspiracy theory, you know, where yeah. it's like a, a ploy to throw off other teams. You know, we've we've signed Varane, but actually Varane's gone nowhere. Yeah, and he's just staying at Real. Madrid. He's just staying at Real Madrid. I am um, no, I think Man United, as 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 good as Sancho is, I think they still haven't addressed the real issue. As I mentioned on the last podcast, they haven't addressed the midfield. I think. At times, they're going to have to play a midfield of Fred and McTominay. And I don't see... I see I see them lose, dropping points in games where they do have to play the, those two. As good as McTominay is as a second midfielder, Fred isn't the best best partner for him. And Pogba is great, but I still, I still think that he's in, too inconsistent for my liking. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh- I agree with all that, but I don't think it's enough to knock them out of the Champions League places. I really do. I really do. And sorry, Man United fans, but you're not getting top four this season. <laughs> and um, any Man United fan who'd like to put money on that, do it. <laughs> um, okay. So that's ruled out Man United and Leicester now. So your top, so far in your top four, you've got Liverpool in second and Man United in fourth. Yeah. I've got Liverpool in third and, Man United, uh, and Leicester in fourth. Okay. So now we're on the final two teams, who I think in my opinion, we'll be definitely battling it out for the for the top two places. You don't seem to think so. So I'll start with Chelsea. Where do you think Chelsea finished? Third. Why third? And why not the top two? Right. The reason I haven't, I don't think they'll be... I think their title run, title campaign, whatever, will end around February, March sort of time. Why is that? And this is simply because... We, we've this is based on previous evidence of Man City and Liverpool having these relentless runs. Yeah, that that is one and thing I you haven't can. seen Chelsea do that for a long time, probably since uh, Conte it's Conte season. I, I just agree. haven't seen it from that group of players. However, yet, yet however, it can happen. Thomas Tuchel's sort of Premier League sample size is relatively small, and the players are still. I I would argue was still adjusting to his system. And I think now, having had a full pre-season with Thomas Tuchel, that Chelsea now go on and win the Premier League. I think they're going to be relentless in that. And that five at the back is so hard to beat with N'Golo Kante in there, winning the ball back in midfield, driving forward. Yeah. I don't really see... I And the amount of times Thomas Tuchel's had Pep's number this last season, obviously beat him three times in a row. Obviously, the FA Cup maybe was, was City's second team, but... And the Premier League game was. But we, I we, think... We, we, we did one, the, one fact that, the fact right, that yeah. Thomas Tuchel seems to... Over, the fact that Thomas Tuchel seems to force Pep to overcomplicate... Yeah, it does. Every time they play, 
I, don't, I think in those big, those are the games you need to win, and I think Thomas Tuchel wins them. And if Chelsea are more consistent this season, which I will, which I think they will be, considering the more the time they've spent with Thomas Tuchel in preseason, building on that system, building on the foundation they already have, and the addition of Romelu Lukaku, a guaranteed goal scorer. Yeah, that's massive. Having but- having missed, I think some of the uh, sort of points where they've dropped out, sort of the points they've lost. Sorry, last season were due to the fact that they couldn't score as many goals as they should have. And now with a guaranteed goal scorer like Romelu Lukaku, I think that's the area they pick up the points. Yeah, uh, Lukaku is maybe the biggest signing, the, the, the best, biggest slash best, whatever you call it. It's, it's a better sign than Jack Grealish. You really think so? Jack, yeah, Lukaku will have much more of an impact on that starting eleven than Jack Grealish will at Man City. Um yeah, no, I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing what Lukaku can do because I agree. As I said a couple of weeks ago, we need some top strikers yeah. in the Premier League, and yeah. Lukaku now is probably undoubtedly the second best striker in the league, yeah. without even kicking a ball yet this season. So, um, yeah, I've gone for Chelsea third. Just, I have them in. Just, I have them winning the league just because we haven't yet seen them have these incredible 15 yeah. game winning runs yeah. like Liverpool, Man City have done yeah. in the past. So. All right, so. Based on that, I have City in second. You have City in first. Clearly, yeah. why? Why for you does City win the league this season? Um, because Man City have the best starting eleven. Yeah, and I mean, and probably the biggest not... squad depth. Now adding yeah. the likes of Jack Grealish to their midfield, that midfield is, that midfield depth is crazy. If if we play a midfield three of Rodri, Kevin De Bruyne, and Jack Grealish. That means our backup midfield three is Fernandinho, Bernardo Silva, and Ilkay Gundogan, which is mental. Doesn't make any sense. That shouldn't should, it shouldn't well, be a thing. My only reservation now with City is there's no striker. Yeah, yeah, but we didn't have one last season either. I know, but with with Chelsea now getting Romelu Lukaku, knowing they're gonna pick up points in games they should have they should have won last season because of not having a goal scorer. City, I I really think even off the bench, knowing you've got a goal scorer. Is key, yeah, uh, yeah. So I've predicted us top, uh, but I'm not confident. Really? No, I'm not because I think um, the uh, I think all the other teams around us have strengthened in more yeah. key areas than we yeah. have. In the, in the, as as Liverpool have sort of strengthened Van Dijk at coming back, back is massive. Lukaku coming in is massive, and Man United signing Varane, we think, and Sancho again massive. Yeah, no, so I, I, I think totally it will agree. be. It's up for grabs, in my opinion. With I think, those four I think, teams. I think between that top three, I think it's it's going to be. A, I think this might be the closest season we've had for a while. Yeah, hopefully. I really hope so. Uh, yeah, I've gone for Man City because it's the safe bet, and I'm yeah. a Man City fan, so I don't, <laughs> I don't really want to predict against my own yeah. club. No, so, no, no, yeah. that's that's totally. But, yeah, that, that, that's I'm I'm not predicting them first with confidence. So you've gone second, yeah? Yes. So, so if you'd like to read out your uh, Premier League table, right. Joe's predictions. For this right. season. Top four, Man City, Liverpool, Chelsea, and Man United. Okay. Uh, fifth and sixth for Europa League, I've got Leicester and Villa. Uh, the Conference League, seventh, I've <laughs> gone for Arsenal. And then uh, from eighth down to 17th, we've got Spurs, Everton, West Ham, Leeds, Wolves, Watford, Burnley, Brighton, Southampton, and Newcastle. And then my bottom three are Brentford, Palace and Norwich. All right. So my top four this season, Chelsea, Man City, Liverpool, Leicester. My uh, five and six, 
Man United and Aston Villa. Everton, Arsenal, West Ham, Tottenham in 10th. Leeds, Wolves, Southampton, Brighton, Watford, Burnley, Brentford. And going down this season, Crystal Palace, Newcastle and Norwich. Um, and that's that's our Premier League prediction wrapped up. Um, what well, We're going to move on to our second part, which is the uh, Messi career review. Yeah, just a little chat about Messi's transfer. He, he's been in all of the headlines this week. He's it. It's the biggest thing that's happened in football for a long time in terms yeah. of transfers. It's one of the. It's one of football's biggest transfers in the history of the game. You, uh, you can't. You can't argue otherwise, really, can you? Yeah, it's it's something none of us would have dreamt of seeing. No, uh, I think everyone sort of hoped that Messi would stay at Barcelona for his whole career and whatever live out his remaining days of football are there. But um, it's exciting, though, to see him somewhere else. Obviously, we've seen his his, his big rival, Ronaldo, yeah. prove it in other leagues and yeah. do whatever. So it's it's interesting to see how he can cope in a, in a different scenario, different yeah. setting to Barcelona. Um, Right. So before we talk about sort of Messi's greatness that he's that he's already achieved, yeah. Um, would you argue that if Messi brings a Champions League to Paris, he unders he is the undisputed best footballer ever. Right. Because let me get this straight. Yeah. Messi is already the undisputed great footballer. Really, ever, in my opinion, I'd argue he's he's up, he's he's definitely there, but bringing bringing a Champions League to Paris cements that. It's the final nail in the coffin for me. Yeah, okay. I can see why some people would say that. But um, he's, he's won four Champions Leagues already. He doesn't need any more to prove himself. No, but if he does it for a, t- for a team that's struggled to, 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 get, to even get to a final, to even get past the quarterfinals, yeah, if it, he can do it, that, it, it would be massive. Then would, he I is, can't deny it would be massive. It would be massive, wouldn't it? And and if Argentina win the World Cup in a year and a half, then I don't even think you, you can even question it. Right? He's already scored more goals than Pele. Oh yeah, yeah. No, um, yeah. I saw I saw a tweet. Someone said something like, "PSG have got the world's best goal scorer, yeah. the world's best dribbler." Yeah. And the world's best uh, creator. That is mental. And they've also got Neymar and Mbappe. On top of that. And arguably, one, what, he's not the best goalkeeper in the world, but he's one of the best (laughs) goalkeepers in the world in Donnarumma. Yeah, the, yeah, it's, it's, it's frightening. Um, uh, Yeah. But, um, I think, I think it's um, worth mentioning or worth talking about because as much as we're all excited to see him go into PSG and start yeah. something new, it's also time to look back on his career at Barcelona. Absolutely. and It's been incredible. It's been... And the thing is, there's so many things which we're, we're probably going to miss out where people will be like, like, how have you not thought of this and this? But I think the only place to start for us two is, I know it was your first Champions League final... My second Champions yeah, League final as a football fan. As watching. a football fan, <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we weren't there, we weren't playing. No. But like, but as a football fan, I feel like you remember those games that are special to you. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. This for me was my second ever Champions League final I ever watched. Yeah, like you, Joe, 
This is this I was the begging first my mum to let me stay up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, uh, 2009. Rome. Uh, Rome against Man United, 2-0. And, um, yeah, I just I just remember watching Lionel Messi and thinking, this guy is incredible. I mean, how old would I have been? I would have been seven. Wait. You, yeah. Seven. I would have been yeah. seven years old. I just remember thinking, this guy is unbelievable. Yeah. And I couldn't stop talking about him for, for weeks, for months, whatever. I am... Um, I particularly like obviously the moment that stands out is that header. Yeah, and it's, which is mental it's considering his size. It's something you just don't associate with him. And I remember also as a kid reading it must have been like Match of the Day magazine or Match magazine, and it had a picture of Messi's jump. Yeah, yeah. that he'd done to score that header. Yeah, yeah. And I look, I remember looking at, it, thinking the people around him, this Man United defense wasn't exactly small, and Messi has just headed it in past one of the best keepers in the world in Van der Sar, like. That that takes a special player who who was who was it was mental mm-hmm. uh, and uh, like you said as a young football fan that that makes an impression on your mind forever you'll remember that yeah exactly I, mean, I also remember as well you know Messi taking off his boot in that final and kissing it in those yeah, yeah, blue yeah, F fifties yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah and I remember I remember seeing that and thinking. I need those boots. <laughs> I want those yeah. football boots now because Messi just kissed them. And, and when I score in them, I'm going to kiss them as well. Yeah. I mean, the, the first football shirt I ever had was a Barcelona shirt. Really? From, yeah. My, like my next door neighbours, he'd, he'd grown out of it or something. So wow. he gave it to me. And like having that football shirt and then watching Barcelona, the, the great Barcelona side as well, watching them in the Champions League final. That at home, era of Barcelona it team. Just, it just made me fall in love with that Barcelona team yeah. without even being a fan. I also, fan make, of I also think it makes you fall in love with football, really. Yeah, that, it? that's what it is. It, like Watching those kind of games, watching those kind of players, it's, it's, yeah. it's what inspires you as a kid to just love football. Yeah, so. absolutely. And that's probably, and that might even be one of the reasons why we're here talking about football yeah. now. Yeah, and that's, that's one of the biggest compliments you can give a player, like yeah. regardless of you know, how good they, they are at football. If if they're inspiring kids to, to pick up a ball and go and play That's and crazy, watch and do whatever. Then, you're just you trying know. to be messy or, like, yeah. as a kid. Like when you're playing football, you're just like, trying to dribble the, past yeah. everyone because you want to be messy. That is one of the biggest compliments that a football can have, yeah. really. Um, so oh, th- that's that's the legacy that he's created and he'll have forever. You know, every, people are talking about Pele, Maradona, Johan Cruyff, people have been talking about them for yeah. decades, generations, whatever, and Messi will have that. I think he's our generation for where we long, talk about him time. forever. Yeah, exactly. Um, another one that springs to mind for me is the, uh, and we're, 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 we're kind of we're kind of uh, short for time here, but so I'm going to talk about this one quickly, is the uh, 2011 Champions yeah, League final at Wembley later. against Man United, 3-1. Yeah. Messi scores. I mean... It was inevitable again, I think. Sir Alex Ferguson talks about those two games a yeah. lot, and he, he says he, he he often says there's not much you can do when when the opposition team has a player like Messi. And also, I don't think there's a lot you can do when the opposition team has Messi and managing Messi is Pep Guardiola, mm-hmm. and alongside Messi is Iniesta and Xavi and Busquets and David Villa, like all these great players. It's yeah, crazy, it's, isn't it? Yeah, it's unbelievable. And I remember again. I remember watching that, thinking like, "Oh, in the Champions League final, I kind of always inevitably, unless it's like Tottenham, I always end up supporting the English team." Mm. And I remember thinking that, seeing that, seeing Man United equalise, but then just seeing the greatness that that Barcelona team had and the impact that Messi had on that team is, uh, you, you, you. I don't think you can even describe how good he is at football. If that makes sense. Yeah, 
th- those two Champions League finals were l- like littered with um, world class players. Ronaldo yeah. was in that that first final, yeah. And the fact that Messi still stood out so much as yeah. the best player on the pitch, and is Ronaldo incredible. pretty much done nothing that game. Yeah. yeah. Um. Okay. I we're skipping quite far on because we are kind of stuffed for time, <laughs> but um, another one. I think it's it might have been Messi's. I think it's Messi's 500th La Liga goal in an El Clasico in the last minute, and he takes his top off yep. and he holds the Displays Messi it. Yeah, 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 yeah. in front of the fans. Iconic, iconic. I don't think there's even words to sum up how that that you can't that literally shows me, who Messi is. Messi <laughs> is, the, for my money, the greatest ever. Yeah, of course. Oh yeah. I don't know what else to add at this point. It is, it is, it, it, so, uh, sometimes you are left speechless yeah. with Messi. Um, another one I want to mention is probably his most recent one is the Copa America final where yeah, Argentina yeah. win it and the whole team runs over to Messi because they know what it means. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I think that's pretty much cemented Messi for Ballon d'Or this year. Yeah, I hope so, yeah. I hope so as well. He should have more from my mind. Yeah. But I think, um, yeah, that's a, such a special moment as a football fan. You want to see Messi win for his country and win something for his country because the whole thing that's been levelled against him is he's never won anything for Argentina. Yeah, and now he's he's erased that with this Copa America. There's there's yeah. barely anything he hasn't achieved. It's just the World Cup. It's the really. World Cup. And if he does win that World Cup, albeit Argentina probably aren't good enough to win it, but if they do, then you can't ever say Messi's yeah. not the best player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know it was short with the Messi chat there, but we are so short for time. Um, obviously, as we mentioned, we had a serious, serious issue with our SD card Absolute earlier. Absolute disaster class oh, earlier. I was pr- I was on the verge of tears, Joe. Still, um, you still got uh, still got tissues on the, on the side of the table from where the, the beer knocked over. Beer, beer not tear. Um, but what did I say? I am. Um, oh, I don't know. I think now is the time for uh, every non-football fan's favorite part of the podcast. Yeah. Joe, we're talking about your favourite music artist. Am I right? I do. I like listening to his some of his. No, listen. I, I he's listen, he's my favourite personality. I, yeah, I'd I'm say. a I'm a fan of this person rather than his music. So I I, I listen to I, his music. I would also argue from what he started, from where he started yeah. to where he's at, he he has improved. But we are Joe's Joe's going to present to you some of the. We're going to break down for the last five or so minutes some of. KSI's worst lyrics. Cringeworthy lyrics. Cringeworthy. Just weird. All round weird. Because KSI has so much potential as an artist. He could be so good. And, and he's killing it. He is killing it. He just comes up with these lyrics and I think, why are you doing that? You know, you know what you know what it feels like to me is you know in an exam and you yeah. don't know what to put. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. I thought like KSI's sitting at his desk maybe writing music <laughs> and he doesn't know what to put. He so he just puts something. Just, put something. Just something that rhymes. Like when I'm sitting in an exam, I have no clue about bloody Judaism in my RE exam. Mm-hmm. But I put something because I, did, I didn't want to not put anything. I thought that's what KSI's done there. So go right, okay, hit I'm, me. I'm going to... I've got five lyrics here go and on. you're going to rate them out of ten based okay. on how okay. cringe And we'll, get, we'll give it a little breakdown. Yeah, all right. So the first one I've got here is... I'm cold with this. Slow man down like freezer. Yep. Wanna backstab like freezer. Um firstly, my first question is 
Who, who's Freezer? Right, I don't so, know. I don't know if we're mi- we might be missing. Uh, no, I've looked this up. So, so Freezer in the second instance yeah. is a Dragon Ball Z character. I thought we we're getting a lot of hate. I thought there might be some Dragon Ball Z fans who might hate us yeah. for not knowing this. But Listen, the reason I don't like this lyric is yeah. because he's rhymed Freezer with Freezer. <laughs> 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 I mean, it's it's fair enough. And also, wh- what does he mean in the first instance where he says "slow man down like freezer"? What does that mean? Uh, when has a freezer ever? So I mean, I mean, unless he means like I'm slowing someone down because I freeze. Yeah. I don't know. But for my for my mind, I'm gonna give that because that I know the song that's in that's in down like that, and yeah. that might be one of KSI's best songs. And as like a fan of the internet and YouTube space. When KSI walked out to down like that for the Logan Paul fight, yeah, it was it was a crazy internet moment, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And it's a moment that will live on forever in the fan in KSI fans' mind. But it's it's so awful, and every time I hear that, and I'm like, Snowman, I'm like, Freezer, I'm, I'm just like, why is that a thing? So I'm gonna give it a five out of ten because okay. I know there's even worse okay, KSI yeah, bars, worse. isn't there? Right. Okay. Um, I go to the, I go for this one now. Don't see me ever lose. <laughs> I jump hurdles like kangaroos. All right, I think this is one of the ones we always laugh about, isn't it? Um, yeah, uh, I've never seen a kangaroo jump a hurdle. I, I get the point. I get kangaroos jump, but they don't jump hurdles, KSI. <laughs> and imagine you're watching the Olympics, Joe, and a uh, kangaroo start. Uh, uh, did you watch the 110 meter kangaroo hurdles? <laughs> I didn't. I missed that one. I actually. missed it as well. Um, for me, that's a solid three out of ten. Sorry, KSI. I do love KSI, but that is awful. And that's from Wake Up Call, isn't it? I'd, if you're right, so kangaroos, yeah, yeah, they jump off two feet, yeah, don't they? Though? Yeah. If you're jumping hurdles like kangaroos, you're going to be really slow. Yeah, that's true, actually. So. That's not a flex. That, <laughs> if you're jumping, if you're jumping okay, hurdles like kangaroos <laughs> off like, sta- like like off two feet. Yeah, you're gonna be okay, so it's one finishing fluid that motion, race isn't really it? slowly. All right, Joe, we we are, we are stopping time here, so we're gonna right, okay. move quickly. All right, let's go, let's go. Um, sneaking in school just to get by you. That's a bit. That's a bit noncy, isn't it? Oh my god! Oh my god! What? Basically, so so this 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 song is the one with Anne Marie. Anne Marie, I can't. Say. I'm sure she doesn't All know right. who I am, but I don't know who she is. Um, so I, I've I've looked at the context behind this lyric. He's talking about like this, like his first love when he when he was in school. Right. Okay. But it just sounds a bit noncy, doesn't it? Yeah, Why is he okay, still talking so about sneaking yeah. in school? Like the fact he says sneaking in school, it's like he yeah. shouldn't be in the school. Yeah. And that's what nonces do. If he was actually All right, now you said that, I'm giving that a 2 out of 10. Next one. Next All right. One. Sorry. Wrecking my balls, Miley. <laughs> Making a storm, Kylie. Um, right, wrecking my balls, Miley. Because <laughs> um, these are so out of context. I don't know what's before that. And I kind of don't know what... I don't want to know what's before that now. Um, Wrecking my balls like Miley. I, I, def- I don't feel like I should be saying that out loud. Um... Yeah, uh, wrecking my balls like Miley. Stormlight Kai. Kai, Kai I could get the, st- I, the Storm reference. Yeah, I, that's it's solid. The, the wordplay is okay. I'm going to give that, a s- in terms of chaos, I'm going to give that a 6 out of 10. But that is so weird. Who's wrecking his it's balls like It's just completely like Miley? unnecessary because he's, he's made like a, a really pop 
song with Craig yeah. Davis. This is the one with Craig oh, Davis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like it's supposed to appeal to everyone. Yeah. And then when he says so, 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 wrecking, wrecking my balls, my balls. Like my come on, mate. Um, all right, so that one got six out of ten. So the last one, the last, the final one of the podcast. I'm feeling so good, like a fat man with, with a, a painting. painting. Um, this isn't lighter. Blizzle. Yeah, yeah. This this is the opening bar of his verse. Um, as an, it's an that that makes it ten times worse that he opened with that. Um, I think it's funny, but for someone who's trying to take music seriously, it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't. Sound it doesn't serious, scream does it? seriousness, does it? Um, if I'm honest, KSI, sorry to disrespect you. I'm giving that one a four out of ten because, like, I feel like if you trap that in mid verse, I feel like you could be ironic you with might it, be right? Able to get away, but the with fact it. you've gone with that first. It Sorry, just, man. Yeah, it sort of kills the verse before it started, which it does, is a, doesn't it? a shame because I, I really like KSI and he's. I like he's doing great as a person. Music. I like KSI, and I'm glad he's doing well with his music, and he's yeah. definitely getting better, a lot better. But uh, some some lyrics some are just so weird, yeah. aren't they? Um, but yeah, that just about wraps up this episode. Sorry, it's a bit rushed at the end. Um, we had we had some water. We had major troubles oh. today. That was some stress, and I was on the verge of tears. <laughs> but we made it in the end, Joe. Yeah, uh, I've been Elliot Leeson. I've been Joe Ray as well. And this was the best football podcast in the world. Yeah. No cap. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening.